Whenever you hear that MVP chat, you already know what's the deal, bro. It's the most valuable podcast in the world. Yeah. It's the Hitman Podcast. Chris checking in. Got the guys pulling up on me. I got Jerry Bailey in here and MG back again. What's the word, big dogs? How y'all feeling? Living life, bro. Feeling good, man. You? It's slow motion this way. Slow motion this way, bro. JB, what's good? G, how you feeling? Man, feeling good, man. Feeling good. Got all the sports finna come back. So, and like. Bro, you sound like you coming out of a spaceship. I ain't hear you. You broke up. what you say? <laughs> oh, oh, can you, can, you, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? We can hear you now. I sound like you. Uh, Y'all remember that movie Twister when they was trying to report from the inside? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said uh, life is good, man. I say we got all the sports coming back this month. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean. And I'm 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 with it, man. Appreciate you pulling up us pulling up on us, man. I've been wanting to get you on the show for a long time. I've been following you on Twitter. Uh been trying to trail your parlays too. I ain't even gonna front. I ain't even gonna hold you, but uh mm-hmm. I've been wanting to get you on here for a while. It's a sports mind that I truly respect, just like MG. So thank you for making the time for us, bro. Thank you for sitting with us. We're gonna have a good time, we're gonna have a good show tonight. Um, I don't know what happened to KD. His dog must have ate his pod equipment or something, but uh, I was going <laughs> to have his pastor to the pulpit moment tonight. But And I wanted to see what he thought about Jimmy, too, but it's, it's all good. We're going to hold it down for him. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about Jamisha? You feel me, Jamisha man? <laughs> yeah, Jamisha. You talking about Jamisha? <laughs> Boy, look like an anime character. We're going to get off into it in a minute, though. Uh, that man. Showed up. <laughs> before we get started, before we get started, we're going to let y'all know that we everywhere that podcast live. We're going to let y'all know that we everywhere that podcast live, man. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of that. Make sure y'all hit us up in the mailbag, the hitmanpodcast at gmail.com. Can't forget the socials, at hitmanpodcast, at labeled and known. MG's at Virtuoso Sports on Twitter. Jared, tell them where they can find you at, bro. Man, they can find me on Instagram at JaredJ5. And then uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, CincoJ05. Always handing out them parlays, man. You know. It's a million dollar follow straight up and down. Make sure y'all get in soon. Um <laughs> is battle rap like uh, just a major, like is it just like an aggressive poetry slam to y'all? Cause like a lot of that back and forth, head. a lot of that back and forth is like hardcore poetry for real. And like the proverbial snaps is the crowd going, ooh, oh, Don DeMarco. <laughs> like I, I had to sit back and think about it after coming off the Geechee and, and uh, oh, the, the I think, yeah, yeah, the, uh, like a couple of weeks ago. And I'm like, when he went to do the Papoose line, like it was dead silent. So I'm trying to get the the notion of like, if, if it's not really like a, a comedy show or if it's not like a like a concert or something, how you command the crowd like that? The only other place I've seen that at is like open mic where, you feel me? And then the MC, they be, you know, coming to the stage, this brother, da 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 da. And battle rap is the same thing. It's just like the dude that's doing the intros, right? Uh, well, that's because that was a small room event. So, you know, they got this whole big room, small room thing where small room, more intimate crowd. You can really hear what the rapper is saying. It's a lot more about the bars, more so than the performance or the energy, so to speak. That's the same versus, thing as like Wild Style on, on Wildin' Out. Yeah, versus like the big stage events, like, that's where you see like people like Hitman Holla 
like he really don't do like small room like that's like the hitman holler category you come out with the showmanship and you got a couple thousand people in there going crazy versus small room you know you got a couple hundred so some people you know it's weird some people prefer to do some small room some people prefer to do big room is is one of them things if i had to compare it to something uh I guess you could almost say it's like the bubble for 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 the NBA. You had a lot of players <laughs> prefer to play in the bubble versus the, the bubble. The fans, the yeah. bubble. That's <laughs> interesting because it's different, right? Like people in the bubble said it was easier to shoot because you didn't have all the fans in the background of your peripherals and all of that. So it, it felt like you were shooting in the high school gym. But battle rap, right? you got fans though in the crowd. Like if some shit yeah. don't go over, like you can't get a thirty. You can't get a 3-0 if, I don't know, man. I was just sitting there watching the battle the other day. I'm like, this feel like I'm at uh, the Lyricist Lounge show or something for, for hardcore rappers. I don't really know if it's, if this oh, match up, but. But you know, you know I just feel like players. it, I I feel like it's getting more and more personal, you know, today. You got a lot of guys digging into a lot of guys' backgrounds for real. You know what I'm saying? So that that's where they can kind of get deep. You know, and kind of reach for kind of deeper kind of analogies and everything. So I think that's where you kind of get the spoken word type deal from. Could y'all imagine y'all self being battle rappers, like practicing in the mirror, like mom spaghetti, all that? Bro, that's bro. It's so wild, bro. You got to remember three rounds, bro. You could use a battle rapper before MG. <laughs> nah, I wish. <laughs> I thought you were about to say it's so crazy. I was just doing it like two years ago. <laughs> you got to remember. You got to remember three rounds, bro. Yeah, that's nuts. Bro. From the cadence to the like body movements, like you gotta have everything perfect. Or, or like who was it? Uh, the other day, real sick. He had a bar about letting it air out, like when you crack a, like, but you 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 had to do to actually crack a knuckle thing in front of the camera for people to get it. And I'm like, bro, you like every little detail, like it's, right. it's a lot. That's <laughs> I don't know right. if I got that. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't really understand the work that they putting in though you know what i'm saying that's a lot of work a lot of memorizing i mean they kind of in the booth you know what i'm saying at, at the same time you know so i couldn't have did that because i can't stand characters somebody would say something about me that i that i all of a sudden <laughs> was paying attention to i would have had to still on a nigga on stage that i oh, you would have been, been cutting four bars in like math yeah. Hoffa, bro what what yeah <laughs> I walked off stage, came back with a baseball bat. Let's get into the show, man. All right, so check it out. Week four, we are really, we literally a quarter of the way through the season. Um, we don't got to go through every game, but we do got to talk about some developments that happen within the NFL. Um, a bunch of stuff, like a bunch of stuff happened. First of all, we we up to like hella five games. The the bang, not the Bengals. The Jaguars and the Falcons played in London. Jaguars actually playing two weekend games or two weekends back to back in London. We had a Thursday night game. And then we found out that CJ Stroud is the better quarterback out of Ohio State than Justin Fields. And I know that's not like, mm. I know that's mm. not like the fairest statement to make, but let's be for real. So mm. we, can start, we can start wherever y'all want to. Um, that was just my takeaway from the weekend. And then not only that, but Patrick Mahomes fucked up a lot of money for Vegas when he slid out of bounds instead of running in for the touchdown at the end of the Sunday night game. So wherever y'all nah, go. Nah, he won Vegas some money. Saying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he won. I'm saying he fucked up. He fucked up everybody else's money. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. MG, where you want to start at, bro? 
I mean, I really, I really don't like giving CJ Crowd the, sh- the credit he deserves. To this day, how, how much it pains me to say, I actually think he's gonna be a really good quarterback on the team that how wasn't supposed to win nothing this year, right? Bro, and, and it pains me even more that Nico Collins, his best receiver, is a Michigan man. Like, who would have thought that was going to be an NFL connection one day? That's the happy marriage, bro. Oh, well, I know I know Nico. I'm not playing Nico in fantasy the week of the big game. Damn. No, CJ ain't throwing on the ball. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way CJ throwing on the ball that week. What y'all make of the Bears losing to a team that just had a basketball score hung on them a week ago? When they was up three touchdowns going into the fourth quarter. Uh, not surprising. The defense been bad all year. I mean, everybody on the offense, but the defense been bad too. So I wasn't kind of surprised by it. And you all, we all, we all know when Russell get desperate, that's what kind of he played his best football. So, and they caught some breaks along the way too. Fumble, the fumble. Uh, um, I'm just saying, like when Russell get desperate. You know, that's when he plays his best football. So when they be down like that, he's not overthinking about the game. And and like I said, the Bears kind of gave them some gifts, too. And, I mean, they did bear things. I mean, I, I wasn't surprised by anything that happened in that game, to be honest with you. Justin Fields with a fumble, uh, or the Broncos had a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Despite him having 335 yards and four passing touchdowns, like I said, they ended up losing. They ended up. Uh, the Broncos ended up scoring 24 unanswered points to to win 31 to 28, including the game winning field goal. In a game where That's we was all the way up, I feel like Eberflus, like the entire coaching staff, should have been fired the next day. Um, oh, everybody! That everybody, night, everybody, everybody, automatic. The GM, the whole nine. Like the experiment was cool, but this ain't that, bro. Bears, Bears have two sacks on this season. Two. And they traded the number Khalil one, and, and they basically drafted DJ Moore with the number one pick. Yeah, so like he balled out though. He did, but I mean, how, it took him DJ. a month. It took him a month to do it though. Nah, that wasn't DJ fault. He one of the only people I really wouldn't blame much. He had a good game. He had a good game in the second game of the year, yeah, too. man. That man been open all year. Just one point. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. We chasing down Chase Claypool, telling him to sit his ass down because he's salty. Nah. Somebody came in, took his spot. Yeah, Defense on ain't on hand. nothing. I don't really know. I don't really know what else needs to be done. What more? How much more embarrassing this situation got to be? We need to. We need to. We need to move it. We need to bulldoze all that shit. Tear it down. Blow it up. See for it. Whatever. We need to get it out the way. Yeah. Don't um, do the Trubisky thing where you hold on a year too late. Yeah, bro. And then not for nothing. But if everybody said they, they, they fuck with Justin Fields work ethic and this and that like give him a chance give him a chance I told y'all I ain't I I didn't want him in the beginning I know I sound crazy because I was like I wanted Zach Wilson out of the draft because I watched him (laughs) during college I was at like three or four of his live football games and I thought he was gonna be special but bro he looked like Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers combined in college like just how he threw and moved word word (laughs) and and then got to the NFL and and was like oh shit I was a big Zach Wilson guy too. Like I was adamant he was the best quarterback in that draft. Like, yeah, I was I on my head about Stephon Diggs early this week too. Um, I no, have, I was. I agree with you on Stephon. I ain't. I, but 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 KD was in the group chat going nuts about about it. He finally had a good game, three touchdowns. The Bills ended up beating the Dolphins, who was you know red hot coming out the start of the season. 
Um, Josh Allen looking like Josh Allen. Four touchdown passes. I still feel like Gabe Davis is the best receiver on that team, though. And it ain't even me hating on Stephon Diggs. Somebody might be in my inbox talking about some, yeah, bro, he probably took your girl or something like that. It ain't It ain't nothing like that. It's just like, I don't feel like he has, like, made monster impact since that catch in New Orleans, when he that playoff catch in New Orleans, when he, he was in Minnesota. I don't think that I don't know, man. I think you stretch Armstrong on that one, man. I think you stretch Armstrong on that one, man. I, no, I can I name you five, saying, six though. other receivers that I'm scared of in the league before I even get close to thinking about Stephon Diggs, bro. I don't he feel like he the... shift. The, I don't feel like he don't shift the game. He don't. He don't do. He don't make any major difference in what the Bills do. In my in my opinion, he's not the yards after the catch guy anymore. Like, and I, I think that's the big, like, noticeable difference you see. With Most of them don't be after they get that check. They don't become that no more, bro. I feel like he they bet he definitely that best route run. I feel like Gabe Davis stretched the stretched the field better, obviously. Um, but Stefan Diggs headed. I mean, he kind of keeps them running, to be honest with you. They they just got a run game this year. I mean, so he really been kind of carrying them offensively along with Josh Allen. So I, I can't I don't know if I can I don't know if I can agree with you on that one. Bills and Dolphins three three and one in the AFC uh in the AFC East. Couple other noteworthy games from the weekend: uh, the Rams over the Colts. Anthony yes. Anthony Richardson coming back off concussion protocol, but the Rams uh, and Puka, like you said, you was you was high on him last week, twenty nine to twenty three. Baker Mayfield got the Bucks out to a three and one start, which is like kind of hey. OD because I didn't expect them to be shit. They won. Why this kept? You've been a top ten quarterback. Straight up, straight up and down. They won twenty six and nine. Top five, but like in that bottom My five range, like. We, yeah, we already and, turning the ball over. And Mike Evans got hurt in that game too, he and did. they still won. He did after the first after the first game where he got into it. Uh, I forget which Saints play he got into it with. I think they were both ejected um, the first game of the season. But yeah, three and one start for the Buccaneers. They out ahead in the in the NFC South. I really didn't expect that like at all. Uh, we already said the 49ers, thirty five to sixteen over the Cardinals. No surprise, but Christian McCaffrey. Um, was close to an Al Bundy. He had th what? Yeah, he had three uh, three touchdowns in the game. No, four touchdowns. He did have an Al Bundy. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. Yeah, he did have. Did he, he did have an Al Bundy. Was it two receiving, two rushing, or three rushing, one receiving? Three rushing, one receiving. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, is he the, is he the best running back in football? Right now, I think he's the MVP, low key. Right now, he he is because Nick Chubb is hurt. But it's him and Tua uh, right now for MVP, in my opinion. I would agree with that. I can't. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. Can't really think of it. I can't think of another running back better than McCaffrey. Yeah, no, and the thing that made McCaffrey different, and this is why he's been one of my favorite running backs for years. He, that man, runs like he's Shannon Sharp size. Like in his <laughs> head, I don't like. He, he's kind of a meathead. Like he's kind of got this disposition where he like he thinks he's like six eight, two hundred and seventy pounds, and that's kind of how he runs. Right? He don't. He try to get the extra yardage. He run like he a big running back. He a small running back. That's how he ended up getting hurt in Carolina. I I I, I love Christian McCaffrey for that. Y'all think Jimmy? Right Y'all think Jimmy G playing him? Y'all think Jimmy G playing himself out of a uh, out of a job in the NFL starting job? Jimmy G? Yeah. He can't stay healthy, man. Every it's just... week he ex getting he exposing himself with something else. My God, and he got, ben he got, and he got benched against the Chargers. Ryan Tannehill still has a starting job. So does Zach Wilson and Justin 
I, I think he'll be fine. Matt Jones got benched against the Cowboys. Kirk Cousins still on the trade in Roma Block. Um, Bryce Young only had 204 yards in that game, but Justin Jefferson finally got him a, a couple of touchdowns. I know he's been thirsty for them. And then the Bengals, like we was talking about the other day, they they ain't on shit either, for real. They looking they looking real funny in the light too, bro. Two games. Burrow hurt. Burrow hurt. He, he needed to take a couple weeks off. Needed to chill out, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, that that yeah, I mean, that Achilles or yeah, that calf is 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 bothering him. That offensive line is trash. They can't run the ball. Uh, that that calf Achilles, whatever it is, is bothering him clearly because he has missed Jamar Chase on so many passes this year. If you go watch. He still don't have a touchdown on the so season, much. bro. Yeah, bro. I, I, bro, the first week alone, he probably overthrew Jamar Chase on like five passes. Unreal. Like, he has been completely off. They can't run the ball. T. Higgins got hurt, if I'm not mistaken. The offensive line is trash. And the defense has actually been the the, the light and shining armor. They're kind of like a middle of the pack defense, but they, they're not scoring. Two games with three points? Like, is this NFL football? JB asked at the top of the show, or not the top of the show, he said, is Christian McCaffrey the best running back in football? I think a better question is, who's the best offensive lineman in football? Because they seem to be the ones that, that are high in value or in terms of market. When you need to trade for somebody, if you really want to establish a running game, you got to have a solid line top to bottom. And we keep hearing like names just because of names, say Quentin Williams, Trent Williams. But who's the who's like the big dog on the offensive line for real? Trent <laughs> Man, I got. I think you said it, Trent Williams. I, yeah, I think so, lost, bro. But I mean, he had already made his money. Like, how much money? How much more money can he make? You feel me? And the 49ers <laughs> I mean, is obviously not going like to do that. nothing about it. They're not going to let him go. If, if McCaffrey keeps scoring these touchdowns and and Purdy keep winning games, I mean, I I think you got to pay him some more. Ah, damn. <laughs> and I'm the only one out here moving units. You feel me? I'm the only one out here selling records. When you think about <laughs> offensive linemen, is is him, Quinn Williams. What's bro in Dallas is always getting hurt. Tyron Smith? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I need to do some more film study, but my thing is like, it's, it's offensive lines across the board. It ain't even just them. It's like, I can name you six or seven teams, including like the Browns, who got an all-time running back in Chubb. He hurt. But you would think that they wouldn't be having to fight upstream. Like, you have great running backs on these teams that's having to – like fight two against one. They having to fight the defense and they having to fight having a trash offensive line. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you see the a big part of why you see the game trending towards spread offenses and empty back offenses is because nobody can run the football because they're not interested in getting linemen that's gonna be able to block. Yeah, and I, and in the, the running back talent just ain't the same what it used to be because a lot of dudes are switching positions early now. Cause I mean because they which I don't blame them. Yeah, yeah I don't blame them because the money ain't there. I, I think they, like, they just taking they just taking too much punishment, like you said. Like that, those lanes aren't there. They're they're getting hit in the first level pretty much every run. You know what I'm saying? So they're gonna continue to have injuries. Like these guys are gonna not stay healthy, not because they're not in great shape, right? But because they just take too much punishment. Yeah, and the league transition to the smaller, quicker backs too. So that punishment ain't the same as it is on like a Derrick Henry or like a Nick Chubb, some of the bigger backs. Like the league is a lot of smaller backs right now. 
Jamison Williams coming back to the Lions after his uh, suspension for gaming. For gaming rather, uh, same thing that Calvin really had. There's a couple of Indiana, Indianapolis Colts players that got the same uh, suspension. But then right after that, the NFL decided to soften its sanctions on gambling to where the players can bet on sports other than football. Um, I wanted to ask but they, I wanted to ask but they also, about that. Huh? But, but they also strengthened their gambling rules on, on guys that gambled on their own teams. So if you get caught gambling on your own team, you're out two two yeah. seasons. Yeah, I, I don't even think they should be able to bet on football, period. Which that's crazy to me. Really situation like every game he bet on the Falcons to win. Yeah, like, that was weird. It's still kind of crazy to me that, that they spent two years for that. No, and the, and the Falcons were trash. It's not like he was betting on the other team and like had some insider info or something. No, he was betting on his own team to win every game. Yeah, that was corny. <laughs> that was like that was corny. crazy to me. That was corny. Um, I, I, I so I don't just to kind of weed out. But some of it was some of these dudes was betting on. College football, though, not NFL. Well, right? that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, to weed out all the foolishness. I say you, if you play in that particular sport, you shouldn't be able to bet on that sport. Period. You can bet on other things. Like, in my opinion, like if I'm a NFL player, why can't I bet on an NBA game or a college football game or a college basketball game during March Madness? It don't make yeah. sense because I don't have any. I don't have any influence on that whatsoever. If I bet on my own team, I could point shave. Right. If I'm the star player, if I'm a quarterback, and say yeah. Uh, I'm going to bet on my team to score 30 points and we at 27 and we need a field goal. I might just take some knees or, or throw a pick, like throw a lame duck, whatever. Like, I don't necessarily have to, to, to adhere to those rules. That's why I was like, all right, just to be on the safe side, don't bet on your own sport. If you do a lot in the bet on your own, on their own sport, you can't bet on no other team but your own. That's, I, 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 w- I wouldn't want them betting on other teams like that. Yeah, I don't know. Part of me wanted to just say. I'm sorry, I said that. I said that wrong. You can bet on other teams. You can't bet on your own team because you got too many. You got too much influence, too much control over what could potentially happen. If you bet on other games, you ain't got nothing to do with that. So I think. Almost, I think it's almost like asking a fighter that you're fighting to take a dive, and ultimately the choice is up to them. I think your first point was right. I think they should be able to bet on other sports. Um, I don't think they should be able to bet on the NFL. You know, it's a brotherhood. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, these guys got tons of friends that are on other teams that they could easily get insider information on whether sure. the guys, That's a good point. whether guys hurt or not. Like, man, it's looking like he ain't gonna play. It's looking like he is gonna play. That's a good point. Like, you know, this kind of things like that that are kind of, kind of uneven the playing field. Agree. I, 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 you, you changed my mind on that one. I agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah. I mean. There's got to be a balance, though, because it, we kind of knew, like, when they started allowing us sports betting into, like, major American sports, that there was going to be some stuff happening. And it's, it's almost like you promote it, but you don't want them doing it. But at the same time, these dudes could go off on their own and do it, and then we end up with another Gilbert Arena situation, like, in Javaris Crittenden. So, like, there's got to be some middle ground where there's, like, a a league controlled like player you know player betting option that way they can monitor stuff like that right like there's got to be a middle ground somewhere y'all want to talk about this cap situation before we move on to the nba let's get it 
So he sent out a letter to the Jets after Aaron Rodgers went down, uh, basically asking them if he could come and try out for a position on the practice squad. Um, I guess it was one of them things where it was left on red. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> I mean, um, they not they I'm not, not fucking lie, with bro. it. He ain't, he ain't played in almost ten years. Like, so <laughs> so what that mean? Nah, bro. Nah, so bro. So nah, it ain't nothing he gonna give me after being out for ten years. But he, he said, thought it was he crazy the, when t- like I'm saying he said the practice squad though. He said the practice squad, bro. I'ma go find they went and got Darren, quarterback. They went and got Darren Waller. He was bagging groceries at the grocery store, bro. He wasn't out for 10 years. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. But you mean to tell me like I'm not so it's not it's not my hill to die on, right? We done already been down this road. Every sports outlet, media outlet in the country has had this conversation a million times over. But my thing is it's not a conversation that gets old, but it's a conversation that gets old. You mean to tell me Colin Kaepernick is not better than a good portion of these people? I feel like it's more political than anything. He can he can still play, if not for nothing. Go, He I'm can at least go on the practice squad and show whether or not he can play. They used to roll Jeff George old ass out whenever it was quarterbacks that was Jeff going George down was back in the 2000s. The 10 years. Even still, bro, even when he bro, was I, beyond past. athlete you know G, took 10 MG. years off and came off and Listen, listen, bro, I hear you. You're not wrong. But what I'm saying is, they used to roll Jeff George old ass out on these teams. Ryan Fitzpatrick played on 14 different squads. Hey, Even don't, don't hate on Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. Dark. <laughs> I'm not hating, bro. I'm saying, G, he can't get on the practice squad. The practice bro, squad. Ten, okay, again, name me a player who's 10 years. Because if we really talking like that, then let's get T.O. back on the team then. JB, this your first time on the show, bro. Like, they got this thing. MG and Kelton got this thing where they get they they love doing this like this back and oh, forth like yeah they love doing this fucking nah, like it ain't, it they ain't love that, doing bro. this like, too many agree. men too many men ain't back on on the transition they love trying to throw lobs <laughs> on me bro I don't play that <laughs> no nah, look bro. am I tripping look, I don't disagree with you on the political aspect bro Kaepernick can't get a look can't get a practice squad bro after ten no years plans. bro I'm not giving nobody a look if Tim if Tom Brady is gone for ten years I ain't giving him a look that was talks too they was talking about having trying to see he yeah did. but. He too, he too busy buying for... into the aces. He too busy buying WNBA team. Yeah. You feel me? But he ain't been gone but 12 months. He, ain't, he barely been gone 12 months. I'm not... 10 years? I don't care who it is. He could come on a practice squad, bro. I'm not letting somebody I... back in after 10 years, bro. That's just too I mean, long. I mean, I think it is political, obviously. Uh, I mean, it's absolutely some politics behind it. Oh, yeah. He has been gone for too long now. Now, if this was year two, three... Maybe in four or five, yeah. I would be 100% with you. Like, he should at least get a, a tryout to be on somebody's practice team. Bro, they pulled Michael oh. Vick out of prison and let him get another $100 million How long contract. was Vick gone for, it though? It don't matter, bro. Cause he, you, no, because you, conf- you, 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 you're combining the politic part of it with the playing part. I I'm can't separate it. Well, here's the thing. I'm not disagreeing with you on the on the political part of it and yo, everything yo, that's yo, happened. Yo. But my disagreement is... At the end of the day, as a football player, we can politics aside. As a football player, what football player are you giving a shot to come back after ten years? Regardless of what their name is, ten years is ten years. You don't just stop knowing how to play quarterback, though. That's all I'm no, saying. No, but no, but you age, and you also don't get the reps over those years. 
I don't care how many times you throw it in the open football field. <laughs> it ain't the I same. really think I really think his lane should he should try to get into coaching. Now that's now, not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. Now now if people don't want him coaching, now 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 we know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Because we know he's a smart guy. We know he high intellect. Now, if somebody don't want them on their sidelines, helping a, a good young quarterback out, maybe like a Trey Lance or like a, you know, a Justin Fields type quarterback, somebody like that, somebody that's, he's been in those shoes before. Now we know what's going on. All right, fair enough. Yeah. But you also got to understand too, though, like I was never a big fan of Kaepernick as a quarterback either. Like, <sighs> he's kind of, I mean, kind of, so you hate like. So you hate? No, him. he's kind of like Justin Fields to me, right? <laughs> I'm he's just fucking with. Great at running, I'll just but he had too you. many games where he was throwing ducks. <clears throat> he made it to a Super Bowl, though. That defense carried him to a Super Bowl. Defense gear a lot that, of people that, up. That to was Super Bowl. one of the best defenses we've seen in the last 15 years. KD just pulled, KD just pulled up. I'm calling passer to the pulpit. Now you want to mute. I was trying to give him a shine, bro. <laughs> you don't want to talk about the Niners. Either. I know. He don't even he want to get off into it. He didn't want to he didn't want to talk about the Niners. He don't want to go there though. with it. <laughs> hey, fly, Eagles fly. KD, you can know. you hear me, bro? Dilly dilly, Philly, Philly. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I'm here, bro. Can you hear me? Yeah, pass it to the pulpit. We gonna mute up. Ice on you, bro. You ready? We gonna we gonna bring it. We gonna come back to him. I don't know what's going on with bro. Let's get off into the NBA, man. Y'all know why we here, bro. Robot the bell. I know why we here, but uh, I don't think Kawhi know why he here. It why ain't he even game time no more. It's it's game time, and the G stand for Giannis. You feel me? In case you've been living under a rock. The Milwaukee Bucks did exactly what I said they was gonna do on the pod. When these niggas, when these niggas was trying to do that same three-man, two-man weave, pass it back, pass it forth. Man, Milwaukee. I wish I could pull the foot. I wish I could pull it back up, but it's cool. Dang no, you saying trade Middleton. I said, I said Milwaukee. Now you're trying to get into semantics. Don't, no, don't. Start of first off, first off, first off, first off, don't. First off, don't step on my on my intro to to. You feel me? Chill, bro. That's like when a nigga. That's like when Stone Cold coming down the ramp after the glass break and somebody come down the ramp with him. Nah, chill, bro. Relax, bro. Just clear out for a second. Dame Lillard traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in a what ended up being a three team trade, including. The Portland Trail Blazers and the Milwaukee Bucks. DeAndre Aiden goes to the Blazers. He said some real wild shit at Media Day talking talking about how he dominates. Uh, his name is Deion. What is what? Deion. Dominating. Yeah, they should have muted yeah. his mic. They should have muted his mic after that. But Drew Holiday goes to the Celtics after being passed over to the Blazers. Um, Boston was quick to pick him up. We're gonna talk about that in a second. But the Celtics end up uh, trading Malcolm Brogdon who was their sixth man, and Robert Williams, the Time Lord, as well as two unprotected first-round picks to the Blazers. Dame Lillard goes to the Milwaukee Bucks, and then uh, Grayson Allen, and I forget the other player's name, uh, from Milwaukee goes over to the Phoenix Suns. Nurkic. Nurkic. Not Yusef Nurkic. also went, but there's one other player that went. I can't, I can't recall his name right now. Um, but they all go to Phoenix. Uh, after the fact, 
campaign who was on the Phoenix Suns, got released, went to the Spurs, got released. He ends up signing as the backup point guard in Milwaukee because Javon Carter uh, signed off <laughs> with the Bulls. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> Not, not, a Javon, not, not a Javon, Javon Carter fan. Right, a Javon <laughs> Carter sneeze. What's up? Proviso East, Maywood, Keith, hometown dog, kid. I've been, dog, I've been watching Javon. I've been watching Javon Carter since he was at West Virginia, dog. And ain't nothing stood out to me to say this man is a solidified NBA player, dog. He just keep getting deal after deal after deal. I, it's just not something that I'm. I'm not afraid. Could you? You could. You could hoop him. You could hoop. You could hoop Javon Carter. First of twenty-one. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm that. I'm not saying that I could get give him the buckets because I know the twelfth man on the bench could probably give me some buckets. But I hate him just as much. Hate them. God, like, they ain't done nothing. <laughs> they have done nothing to me. They have done you know. It ain't like they've been really just horrible players. I just don't like the mediocre old man look. Because <laughs> he wear two different pair. He wear two different shoes on his feet when he play. Let's talk about Dame Lillard, bro. Yeah, like on we got on Javon. How we get on Javon? <laughs> man, my man got some animosity. You heard? <laughs> Damn. Hey, man. I'm I'm sorry, dog. I, I didn't mean it. I, I didn't mean it, man. I'm I'm just I'm a Texas <laughs> fan, dog. And when West Virginia came to the Big Twelve and they beat us the first time, it kind of pissed me off, and I ain't been right since. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> you don't like Huggy? You don't like Coach Huggy? At all. Stand up. Why he gotta sit down? Do y'all do y'all feel like do y'all feel like Milwaukee uh, won the trade? Do y'all feel like this makes them the favorite in the East or even in the entire league to win the championship? No. What's what? <laughs> Yo, hey, if you ask me, like realistically, who won this trade? Uh, Portland, right? Portland. They got a better deal than what they originally came up with to start right and it's not just what they got it's it's not just the fact that they were able to share Dame Lillard finally it's you got two seven footers out of two starting seven footers out of this like there's not many teams that have a tandem of big like big men that are that size one of them is one of them is goddamn DeAndre Aiden though Meaning what? Yeah, look, meaning look. what? Meaning what? Be specific. That's like having Rudy Gobert. No, it ain't. Don't no, 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 them, I mean, don't get it twisted. Having a seven, having a seven footer that can move, that can do a few things, is okay. But again, DeAndre Aiden is still one of them guys that are like a middle of the road guy. Like you're not gonna, ain't nobody game planning around what DeAndre Aiden gonna do to you on the offensive or defensive side of the ball. He just there, bro. I'm like, trying to set you. Like, I'm trying to set you up. You supposed to say like it's. It's like a carburetor without a catalytic converter. You supposed I'm gonna to give, give you me one. one. I'm gonna yeah. give you one. I'm gonna give you one. I'm gonna give you one. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta figure out one right. For, that's, that's how low. That's how low this thing means to me with DeAndre Ayton, dog. Like he, he possesses enough value as his height. Like after his height, he don't possess much value. That's why it was so easy for Phoenix to move on from. Him. 
No, it wasn't. They didn't let him go to. They didn't let him waltz over to the Pacers. Right. We was talking about that the other day. The the Indiana trade or the Indiana fit would have been perfect for him. They could have well, okay. sent. They could have sent Miles Turner over to Phoenix, who gives Phoenix a stretch five, a stretch four, stretch five. Miles Turner stay hurt, and it's their problem. But he wasn't gonna have to play that type of role in Phoenix because the scoring was gonna come from. Book, Bill, KD. All he's gonna have to do is run and stretch the floor. Now he can pull. You expecting somebody with foot problems to run and stretch the floor? But the Lakers wanted him though. The Lakers, the Lakers was 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 heated on him before they went ahead and did the Vanderbilt deal with Minnesota, like and made him part of that deal with with D'Lo and all of that. So my thing is this: like, if he wasn't gonna be that significant. At the very least, he was going to stretch the floor and pull the fives out of the post. So he'll pull a Jokic out towards him. He could have pulled an eight out towards him, out towards him. So it creates better lanes for anybody else to penetrate. Pause. This is what the Blazers got for the Dame Lillard trade. DeAndre Aiden, Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon. That's the guy that went to Phoenix. Uh, Tomani Kamara. I'm sorry. A 2024 Golden State first round top four protective pick. 2029 Boston unprotected. 2029 Milwaukee unprotected, 2028 Milwaukee pick swap, and a 2030 Milwaukee pick swap. All of this for one person. And initially, he said, I wasn't doing nothing, but I'm not hearing nothing. If it's not Miami, I'm not fucking with it. That's a way better deal than Miami could get. Oh, the other thing that the Blazers got was this Jimmy Butler fucking haircut out of all of the, out of the whole situation. Media day was crazy. <laughs> they didn't even ask for that. Miami just threw that in. Yep. And they're gonna get another. They're gonna get another first round pick for Brogdon too. They're gonna flip Brogdon for another. Crazy, first right? For somebody that for somebody that's fluky, at, like streaky at best. And this was a rookie of the year, all because uh, who didn't who didn't play? Who ended up getting was injured? That that's the why he won. Ben Simmons year or the Donovan Mitchell year or MB? Nah, Ben Simmons won it over Don over Donovan Mitchell because he was campaigning right, the whole right. time. He was running around with. It might have been the MB year then. Maybe it's the MB because he got hurt. So Malcolm Brogdon ended up winning it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me say this about Aiden. Because it's twofold. It's twofold with Aiden. The first thing, half of it is his fault because he absolutely quit on the Phoenix Suns the last like season and a half. He quit on them. Like he, he didn't care no more. Right? That that is a hundred percent his fault. And you've seen it with how he played. He didn't look engaged or none of that. But right. the other half of it, and I've been saying this since the first year he got, the first year Chris Paul got there, DeAndre Aiden would have his man sealed in the post about five to ten times a game, and they would not pass him the ball. Like, it's a thing where you got to keep your bigs involved. He's got an offensive game that you never got to see because Monty Williams never wanted to give him the ball, and neither did Chris Paul. I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to disagree with that. I mean, I think Aiden, car Aiden and Bridges carried them before the KD trade. Defensively, book, yes. Book, book, Booker missed a lot of games. Um, Chris Paul was in and out of the lineup. Chris Paul was Bridges, in and out. Yeah, Bridges and Aiden carried them offensively and defensively for a long time. They wouldn't even have been in the playoff race if it wasn't for those two. A lot of people forget they were on the bottom exactly. half of the of the West for a long time. For a very long time. Which brings and me I to another point. That. Which brings me to another point. I want to step in real quick, then I'm gonna I'm gonna get back out. Matt Ishbia, the super owner, he's only been the owner of the Suns for what? Two, three years now? Not yeah. even? No. Not even, no, not not even, even a maybe year. a year. In the span of that, 
Look at how aggressive he's been. He basically overhauled the entire team with the exception of Devin Booker. Devin Booker is the only staying play, the only active player from the roster that was before Matt Ishbia took over the ownership group, right? From, was it Robert Sarver? Yep. Got rid of Correct. the coach. Yeah. Got rid of the coach. Changed the name of the arena. You feel me? Like the whole nine. Now, normally they would say, oh, super, super new owner, like making mad aggressive moves, just making big splashes for the sake of making big splashes, right? To establish their foothold. But I don't think that any of the moves that he's made so far have been more about him than it is really about making the Suns a better team. We haven't talked about the Suns being a perennial well, contender the for the championship in almost 10 I... years, bro. We talked about Steve Nash and Amari. They were just in the well, finals a couple they, years ago. They, no, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Before that, before that rise, like they started making that run. They started making that rise around the bubble time, right? When Booker started to turn up right after, right around the Olympics time or when they were in FIBA contention, like in, in, yeah. in, in, in FIBA right. mode. So, but before that, Phoenix was not in the conversation about being in the playoffs in, year in, year out. They weren't talking about conference finals or bust, championship or bust. That happened like in the past four or five years span. And Ishbia making these making these big moves, bringing in Bill, not really going with a point guard at this point. Just like changing coaches. Monty Williams was coach of the year two years ago in the finals, like y'all said. And then he let him go. And then on top of that, it was it was more it was a situation where okay, it's either Monty or it's gonna be DeAndre Aiden. Now they both gone. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, I think everybody won except Milwaukee and all this. Let's talk, let's talk about that, because we ain't even got to that point yet. Um new coach Adrian Griffin. It was a Giannis, it was a Giannis pick or Giannis decision to have Griffin as as his first pick as his, as the new head coach. Um Giannis was in the news. He was on a podcast talking about how he might need to rethink his situation when it comes to staying in Milwaukee long term. But ultimately, was just kind of doing the Phil Jackson psychological. I'm talking to ownership through the media. I need some help. It serves two masters getting the damn trade done. It gets Giannis some help. It gets him a dog. This is the best player that Giannis has ever played with in his career and vice versa. It takes the yeah. pressure off Chris Middleton being an overrated number two. It makes him a number three, which probably is going to serve him better. It takes pressure off of Dane because he doesn't have to be Mr. Everything on offense. He can even play the backseat and be a number two in that regard. That pick and roll is going to be crazy. The division is already sewn up as far as I'm concerned. It's them in Cleveland for the division, so there's a guaranteed spot. And what other player that you know went from not making the playoffs to being traded to the number one team in the league? Milwaukee had the best... The best record in the league last year. Yeah, that number one record went out the window when they got mopped up in the first round. I mean, true, true, true. But I mean, you play, you play for seeding. And my thing is, Milwaukee had the best record. Milwaukee had the best record. Giannis played some of the best basketball he's ever played in his career. It was a three-way race between him and Bede and Joker for the MVP all the way down to the end of the season. And now they get better in terms of of better sets offensively, but defensively, we already know Dame is a liability. He's not finna be Mr. Everything on defense. That makes that makes the situation a little bit harder for, for Dame for real because they Grayson Allen is gone, so you can't behind hide behind that. Chris Middleton has never been like a defensive player of the year candidate, so you can't hide behind that either. And they don't have a bench to speak of. I hope Giannis brought his uh 
I hope Giannis brought his running shoes because he's gonna have to cover. A I hope he's ready to play, play eighty-two games. Them new Giannis is fire though. I don't know if y'all seen them yeah, too. Yeah, I mean his shoes them hard. Them yeah, hard. I like the fire since day one. Like, I, 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 <laughs> he, he got it and had it, but like them and them new KDs is hard too. But uh, but just, just put it this way: when they play Boston, who is Dame guarding? I mean, no, I, I ain't saying all that. No, 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 no. Better yet, who's guarding Dane? Because that's going to be the best. You don't have to worry because he's a, he's a, he's a volume it's over with. three. Yeah, he's, exactly. Dane's a volume exactly. three-point shooter. No. He'll drop 50 one game, and then he'll give you eight the next game. No worries. But, but, but when they play Boston, he got Drew over there on the other side. Drew, arguably one of the best defenders in the league. Yeah. Oh, not arguably. He is the best perimeter defender in the league. He, there's not a better one. You think so? As as far as a perimeter defender, there's not another guy in the league that can pick up dudes full court like they used to. They used to have an argument who was better, Clay Thompson or Jimmy, but they always left Drew out the out yeah, of the conversation. Sit, and Drew has been clearly the better one, the best one out of all. down on people like I, that, that dude yeah. different on defense. Like and again, offensively, Drew's not a great shooter, so Boston kind of lost something on the outside perimeter shooting with that. But Drew has always had a post game, and he has always taken smaller or weaker defenders in, onto the low block. And Dame yeah. ain't going to get it done. He going to post up Chris Middleton. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> and whoever they roll out there, Malik Beasley or Pat Connaughton or uh, Wes Matthews, they going to, bro, just, Jason Tatum is going to be hunting Dame in pick and rolls. Like, it's, it's not even going to be fair. Giannis uh, is gonna be Giannis. Like I ain't got no beef with Giannis. Brooke Lopez gonna protect the rim, but on the perimeter, they are going to get shredded. It's a match made in heaven for me. Mm. I mean, it's it's a match made in heaven. Listen, they've been having to rely on Chris Middleton to make last second shots for the last five six years. Now Chris Middleton don't have to do that. Giannis don't have to worry about that. Dame is the go-to guy that they've been needing for a long, long, long time. And the free throws are gonna come in handy. They're gonna come when you got them in your back pocket because Giannis gonna miss about five, six of them. So Dame gonna make them up. Can you imagine Giannis drawing four fouls in the in the first six minutes of a quarter, and then now you can't even touch Dame for the rest of the quarter, mm. like? Like man, they are a match made in heaven. I, and as much as, and I agree, Drew Holiday is a great defender, but defense really don't matter no more in the league. I'm, it don't. I hate good point. That. I mean, it don't matter. G Name a team that's won a championship without defense. I mean, Jimmy Butler just lit Drew up for thirty-seven tonight. So yeah, I nobody mean, was stopping like, Jimmy Butler. He was in one of them. He was in one of the modes, like. That, I mean, you say that, but then he about it. He was really kind of mediocre the rest of the playoffs. I mean, I know he had the ankle injury versus New York. They kind of slowed him down a little he bit. Games off. Um, but yeah, it was just man, they are they a match made in heaven. I, I think well, as long as they have, the as long as Brooke and Giannis are healthy to give some rim protection, I think they'll be a hundred percent fine, and they can beat anybody, including Boston, including the 76ers including Miami. I, I, I really do. They need some mid-level pickups. They need a bench. They need to kind of sew that up for sure. Otherwise, they're going to have to score 140 from league. the starters. There's one dude in this league that puts Devin Booker in a 
penitentiary every time they play. And his name is Drew Holiday. <laughs> Him and Chris Paul. Bruh, they do not win that finals against Phoenix without Drew Holiday picking up Chris Paul full court. Do y'all see Boston, oh y'all see Boston and it Milwaukee? So the, so the conspiracy theory, and KD, you and I talked about this when it happened. Chris Paul ended it's up true. going to Phoenix, and I had said at first, what, what Giannis needs is the point guard. They should have went and got Chris Paul. Chris Paul could have got his ring in Milwaukee. He ends up going to Phoenix. They play Phoenix in the finals, and Drew Holiday was the key to that, right? They said the issue that Chris Paul, one of the biggest issues that Chris Paul had with going to Milwaukee was the money. Was the money going to line up? As soon as they won the championship, who signed the big dog extension? Drew Holiday. <laughs> Almost immediately after that, right? And then Milwaukee was still in playoff contention, still high up in the seedings. So this, from a from a running away with games perspective, like JB said, is going to be a great thing for them. I wonder what it's going to be in terms of a offensive. Oh, I'm sorry, not a defensive challenge because who's going to put up numbers like them other than Boston in the East? Who's a high power offense in the East? Well, the, the Bucks ain't a high power offense. They're a two man. They will be now. They will be now. They will they're be two, now. They're a two man offense. They were top five I mean, offense in the league last year. He's not necessarily known for scoring. Uh, but, but, yeah, but you like, got to realize what Drew Holiday did, like when Giannis got hurt, like around All Star break. What Drew Holiday was doing for that, but after All Star break was ridiculous. I agree. I agree. He on was both ends of the floor, like he was, he was, he was in a, he was in a zone. But when I say a two man offense, I mean they that offense only works if both Giannis and Dame change the way they play. Because traditionally, when we see big and guard combinations, somebody controls the paint to open up the rest of the floor for the perimeter player. Giannis, when he don't have a ball, he really don't do much off ball. You know, he'll slash every now and then, cut baseline, something like that. Dame, play, Dame doesn't play off ball at all. And that's where... The biggest issue is going to be Dame has to change the way he plays. And I don't know if he's going to do that after playing the way he's played 12, Giannis doesn't years. play off ball either, though. Giannis brings the ball up the court. And that's and that's what I mean. So there's going to be a lot of nights where that offense is stagnant because they, they don't play off ball. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to there's see it. There's only one basketball in Milwaukee. No matter how many superstars you bring to that team, no matter how many big names you bring up there, there's only one basketball. And everybody who you brought to that team is a basketball-heavy, uh, a ball-dominant person. I, I'm, I'm excited to see it, but I'm also intrigued to see who's, whose usage got to go down in order for the other person to get comfortable in that offense up there in Milwaukee. I'm looking, at, it's gonna I'm have, looking up somebody open night now. Up. I want to see who they're playing. Dane's got to change the way he plays. They yeah, play on the second night. They play the second night, right? Yeah, they don't play open. Yeah, yeah, they play on the second night. So they play Wednesday, right? Am I right? Correct. Correct. And I believe they play. Come on, NBA. Yeah, things got to change the way he plays. If, if you're going to put the ball in. No, they play Thursday, open night. They play Philly. They play Thursday. Oh, wow. They, so they only play the first Milwaukee, two In Milwaukee, we might have to go, y'all. What's up? They on TNT 630. I got uh, when is so they said Jan, they said they said Harden didn't come to media day, but they said he's they said he's expected to. It was reported today he's expected to report by Tuesday. Um, I don't know if they meant Tuesday as in Tuesday night this week or Tuesday next week, but 
that's that'll be a that'll be really really dope to see. They play they play yeah, the Bucks. The Bucks got nobody on the opening day is the nineteenth, right? No, the opening day is the twenty fourth. Twenty four, yeah. Lakers and Nuggets open up, and then Phoenix and Golden State in the in the late game. They play Thursday the twenty sixth in Milwaukee. I might have to go to this, G. Yeah, that's right. Milwaukee, Philly. Yeah, Arena's gonna be rocking. MG, you might have to meet me there, bro. Philly, Philly, (laughs) Arena's gonna be rocking. What? I'll be at the guard. I'll be at the guard, man. I got the the Knicks joint. Yeah, I got the Knicks joint. Boston. Okay, that'll be a decent little game. That's gonna be a decent little game for sure. That game on Wednesday, I believe. How y'all, yeah, how y'all feel about Harden? How y'all feel about Harden skipping media day? How y'all feel about Jimmy? Uh, <laughs> he's showing up so he don't lose his eligibility for free agency. That's all. That's all. But Jimmy showed up. <laughs> y'all know what it is with him. Heartbroken anime character. They was playing. Dog, y'all know Jimmy a character. He showed up with the with the super long dreads last year, didn't he? Yeah. This what they. Yeah, this what this what they said. Uh, <laughs> he ain't had to show up with the Tony Braxton though. That's what I'm saying. Like, he showed up with the Tony Braxton. Like, after the drink, after the, after the lock extensions last year. It, like, yeah, come that's on. What I'm saying. And the video, he had beads in his head last week. Yeah, talking about tampering, bro. But this y'all king though. This y'all, this who y'all said gonna get a, Wait gonna, a minute. Go, go Wait get the heat to an NBA championship. I mean. He been he been blazing through the east for the last couple years. So do you think this is any well, weirder? The east than, has been trash. Do y'all think this is any weirder than anything that Dennis Rodman used to do in the past or no? Oh hell no! This is no. This, this is my like weirdo shit of the week. This Rodman is gonna be my weirdo shit of the week. Like I was looking for something and then he kind of just gifted me something underhand. You feel me? <laughs> I didn't have to really search for real. No, what's know, wrong man. with dude? What's wrong with dude? What's wrong with dude? What's wrong with dude? Like time out, time out on everything. I'm gonna cut the music off. What's wrong with you, bro? You cool? Like, like you that upset about Dame not coming? Jimmy got a lot of money and a lot of jokes, and it's just funny to to, to he do outlandish shit and give US people Open. something to talk about. Then he had the... that man is living his life. He in Miami, man. Come Why on, man. Not? 80, 87 every day. I want to play y'all a clip from um, Certified Smoke. To me, in my opinion, it's the best sports podcast out. But it's an interesting conversation. And then I want to do an ISO on JB because I know he's going to be like our residential expert on the Lakers. So check out this conversation between KG, Matt Barnes, Paul Pierce, and Tony Allen. Straight up and down. Straight up. Because Bron can't do this shit. We over that. Talking about AD. Are we both? And, and is everybody here saying, is the Anthony Davis team now? Can we say that? No I think it'll always be LeBron's team. It's just Anthony Davis has to be the best player on it. Yeah. Yes, Ron. Hold on. No, that sounds slick right there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds slick. Say that again, Matt Boone. Hold on. I got it. Man, let me hit Matt. Yeah. Say that again, yeah. Matt Boone. Wop the band. Wop. Everybody hit that drink on that one. Yeah, <laughs> Things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I just think everybody, I mean, it's, it's always going to be Bron's team. He, mm. Anthony Davis just has to be the best player on that team. Y'all tell me what y'all feel about that. I think that's the very, like, profound statement. It's it's a true statement, but it's not going to happen because Anthony Davis ain't got the mentality to be that guy. 
we've seen. I mean, how much more proof do we need to see? And on top of that, I don't know what happened between like the last like two year, two to three years in New Orleans to now. He ain't got no bag no more. Anybody notice this? He's got like three moves: dribble floater, uh, catch and shoot jumper. Maybe, maybe he'll try the little turnaround baseline jumper or the little up and under. He don't got no bag no more. And go back and watch that Denver uh, playoff series. I got Jokic my, starts. I got my finger up. I'm, I'm calling, I'm calling the ISO one on JB. Hold on one second. Let me get the last point out. Do your thing, Jokic. <laughs> Jokic, who's not known for being a good defender, was literally sitting on AD's moves like he was primed to rail Revis. And go back and watch how many times. Jokic was stripping the ball from AD or knocking the ball out of AD's hands when he had him one on one. It, it, you already know. I like it. AD ain't the dude, man. I, people need to like y'all keep asking for it for four five years. After four five years, like if it ain't it ain't gonna happen. That's like. Like that's like asking. That's like your girl getting on your. That's like your girl getting on your case about playing video games for four five years. If you ain't stopped at the four five years, you probably not gonna stop, and thought, she probably I not gonna K- stop asking. I thought Kelvin was gonna give me one of these. Now you came with one of the. Uh... I, I'm just saying, bro. Like, and this don't just apply to AD. This don't just apply to AD. This applies to sports in general. Cause we, we say it when we when it comes to dealing with people with relationships or family or whatever when somebody show you who they are believe them ad has shown us who he has who he is for like four or five years often injured sometimes great most times soft and not not around offensively for the most part he, he still does what he does on defense so i'm not gonna take that part away from him but like offensively he ain't that dude most of his points come on Hustle points, fast breaks, slashing, run, you know, running, the, running the floor. Like when you, when the last time you seen AD just really like cook, cook, like get him the ball, get out the way. Before JB go on his solo run, please let me grab this rebound and kick it up court right quick. My man, <laughs> <laughs> name one person that has been able to, besides the great. Kyrie Irving, name me one person who has been able to play alongside of Braun and still continue to have their bag or develop an even deeper bag. Ready, set, go. <laughs> Chris Bosh. <laughs> no. Who? That's definitely not Bosh. And all he did was become me? a better all he did was become a better shooter. That's it. Be- become a better shooter because LeBron is going to take the ball he gonna take three people with him and you're gonna be open out of five plays all you gotta do is learn how to hit a mid-range jumper that's it he didn't have to develop a bat get nigga, get in the gym and learn how to shoot a goddamn 17 20-foot mid-range jumper and i'm gonna give it to you and you're gonna get you know i'm a get, former laker fan yo, bro you know i'm a former laker fan you know i'm a former laker fan so it's a touchy subject for me because i abandoned the lakers when lebron got there so you already know what it is with me Y'all gotta get out the way and let bro cook. This is his team. I'ma let him have his. I'ma let him have it. Let's go. Tell me something. Y'all Put me get up out on the some way. Game. Go to the Ooh. other side. Go to the other side. All right, man. I'm a Lakers. Everybody mute up. Everybody mute up. Everybody mute up. All right, man. I'm a Lakers fan, man. I, I watch every single game. I don't miss a game. If I miss a Lakers game, something is is going on. AD. 
he is that guy. But the problem is, AD can't be the best player on the team because he just don't make other guys better, right? You know, he he get buckets, he get rebounds, he blocks shots. He don't get good shots or others involved. Um, he don't pass good out the double teams. Um, so all these big men that want AD to be like that, they were those type of bigs. KG, um, Barkley, um, who else? Shaq. Shaq calls for it. So it's like, man, like you guys were great passers, created double teams. Team's just not as, that scared of AD to double team him. And he just don't. He's he just not a great passer, man. And when you don't, when you don't pass the ball, you can't be the best player on nobody's team. That's just how it is, man. I, I, and it, it, you can be, but your team's not going to win. So that's the deal with AD. Mm. Okay. You don't oh, think that Brian is playing alongside of Brian? He's Everything that y'all accuse DeAndre Ayton of is what AD is on offense. He's I soft. mean, you can't say you can't say that when AD averaged 23, 24 points a game Again, last year. Do you year. realize how he gets his points? Slashing, no, AD, cutting, they, running they, the floor. No, he gets no, garbage no. man points. Okay, put it this no, way. Most no, of AD's shots, most of AD shots almost, are jumpers. He is a terrible jump shot shooter. You can go almost, look at the I, numbers since he's been a Laker. He is a terrible wow. jump shot shooter. He don't want nothing to wow. do with contact. I don't wow, believe bro. in him. I, I think see AD that man stopped. get pushed out the paint by by small point guards. No, he's soft. Nah, I can't agree with you on that. They almost they really? almost at one point were ISO and AD too much. To, to be honest with you, I felt like they were just giving the ball because he ain't they got asked, no bag. They, the offense was real. The offense was real stagnant. I feel like Darvin Ham is the one who's actually got him on the move more. When Vogel was there. They were isoing him way too much. Throw him the ball, get out the way, and that's just not the type of guy he is, man. He needs to he he needs to be that rim roller like he was in, in, in with the Pelicans. Like that's what he was with the Pelicans. I like I don't understand why people be talking about his bag. Like he was Pelican? a screen roller. He had a bag. No, he was a screen roller with the Pelicans. Bro, he, he they did a, he don't go on a run they did a th- 40 for like two months straight without having Yeah, because they did a thousand they did a thousand pick and rolls, pick and pops. That's where he was getting his points from with the Pelicans. They just ran a million ball screens every game. He said he watched every Pelicans game too before he came to the Lakers, bro, because he knew Man, he was on just, the team, dog. MG. I mean, look, that's bro. just me. That's just me. But I, I mean, like I said, those Offensively, good luck. I I, I got a. I just he again, averaged twenty three, and he's one of the biggest people in the league. Like this is what y'all I, don't understand. Most defenders in the league nowadays are like six 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 seven, bro. Why is AD struggling in the playoffs to get points with small people on him? Why am Steve I seeing AD said, get Steve pushed Kerr out just the said team? Today, Steve Kerr just said today he wants Clay Thompson to guard the the five. And you know what's gonna out. happen? He gonna push ADS right out the post because I've seen smaller people do it on a consistent. Oh my basis. god! Damn. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't do it. Hey, they didn't. They didn't do it last year in the playoffs. Yeah, and he was disappearing every other game in the playoffs. Do you want to forget about that? 
still averaged 23 points. How many how many other big men in the league in Okay, when they needed him points? offensively, where was he at? Me behind I'm LeBron. about his defense. His defense I he have was no playing behind, issues with. behind LeBron. I mean, no, he, everybody's going to be playing behind He let Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimori carry him. Playing behind six. <laughs> like, bro, I mean, like, that, that was offensive stuff, bro. He no, ain't the dude. Just a, like everybody be talking about Chris, Bam Adebayo. He ain't the dude. Like, we got to get over this. Like, offensively, when we compare AD, if y'all want to call AD an elite big man, when we go around the league and we look at the elite big man offensively, from Embiid to Jokic to, if you want to classify Giannis as Giannis. a big man, like, what does AD do that's elite offensively? You act like that class is very widespread. It's not, and that's the point. Really in, a, in a watered-down class of big men, AD still ain't one of the best bigs offensively. That's the point. I mean, you it's just named three. You only named three big men better than him. You only named three big men better than him. No, 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 no. We're talking about who are supposed to be the elite. Yeah, the, the elite, elite the, the, the Rushmore. It's really because that's four. where y'all, that's where everybody's trying to put AD. And again, defensively, yes, I'm not disagreeing with the defensive side. Offensively, at the end of a game, when you need buckets from your best player, I am far more comfortable putting the hands, the ball in the that's hands because of they don't those other three, best 10 player. out of 10 times. That you, you said it. You said it right there, though. That's because they don't believe in him to be their best player. Because they he's believe not in him that to be their guy. Player, Again, when people show you who the they are, believe the them. It's not even. It's not even that, dog. It's the same question I posed to you and Chris a couple of weeks ago. When playing besides King James, name one person that has gotten better or gotten in a deeper bet. Oh, you're talking to, to the Kyrie biggest Irving, LeBron hater And that's just here. because he's I'm the basketball support that he is. Well, I said I'm LeBron not disagreeing. You're talking to the biggest I, LeBron hater here. I, 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 mean, I can't I, stand I, I, LeBron. Like, and, uh, but, and, but that, and but we gotta call him. We gotta call him though. Those are two separate issues, though, right? Like, also, LeBron don't make big. nobody better. But, but again, but, uh, there it's, are it's moments the where AD, there are moments where LeBron ain't there, and AD still ain't doing his thing. Like again, we gotta stop. If LeBron stop is, if LeBron is on the floor, if LeBron is on the floor. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I'm not giving him. I'm not giving him an excuse. I think that his his play, what we expected from AD was to go get championship after championship MVP. So, I agree with what Kevin so Garnett said. It it's, MVP above, it's MVP or bust this season. I, still I mean, don't do, think do we it's not going to happen playing alongside LeBron James? Do we not remember that AD carried the Lakers while LeBron was out on the foot injury last year? Like he was a re he was the big reason they even he made did. the playoff push that they did. Yeah, he did. Like carried. And they were still a five hundred team, right? That's not elite big man talk right there. I say I say this I say this and we can move around. Um, the Lakers are gonna be in conversation. They're gonna be on primetime TV yeah. night in night out. They had a great offseason. So this conversation that we having right now, we're gonna continue to have it, but <laughs> I don't think I don't think that it's gonna be uh, the same conversation that we having right now two months from now, one way or the other. Like you said, they had a really good off season. Yeah. They, Darvin Ham had a great debut as a head coach for the Lakers. He didn't let any of that, you know, that comes with coaching the Lakers like throw him off his square. He came from winning a championship in Milwaukee before taking the job, so. Um, I think that them 
getting Austin Reeves and them kind of retooling their lineup is what everybody was hoping they, they were gonna do. But I agree with KG and the rest of them. 21 years in the league, 38 years old, you can't be the best player on that team and then expect like monumental success. So it really is like in a very real sense, it really is on AD to get better and take that next step. It should have been taken a while take ago. Take the next step. Why are we talking about take the next step? I agree with you. Listen, years. This listen, is what bro. I'm saying, bro. You ain't, believe you, what, damn, when they tell fam. you who they are, Don't bro, Look, look, what? hands up. Don't shoot, Sheriff. Don't shoot. I promise you. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Bro from Chicago, I want to see him do well, but I'm a Packers fan. Don't forget that. Listen, bro. <laughs> listen. Listen, bro. AD is not on the podcast with us right now. I promise you. He's not listening right now. He's going to be listening, I hope. Fingers crossed. Because we're trying to sell this bitch. But I'm saying, just let him Just let him hoop. Just let him hoop. I didn't, watch, I didn't let him hoop. I'm with you. I'm, look, look. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. This year, I'm done giving. There's a lot of players I'm done giving passes for. Next week we're gonna next week we're gonna go down your list of who you cause we gonna we gotta get into the NBA preview. Oh, it's time anyway. to have that bam It's time to have that bam out of body. Listen, oh, listen, chill, listen. You already know where I'm at with it, Chris. We've been on that type of time, bro. Right? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you already know I've been on that bam out of bio time for like three years now. Like I, 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 it's, it's about time, bro. Ready. Get yeah. down, get down, get down. Everybody get down. Yeah. Everybody get on the floor. <laughs> Clay Thompson, you know. Next a bunch week, of people it's time dog. to have a conversation about. Next week we're gonna get into your list, bro. Let's let's move around. Let's move around. Damn, you hate AD. Let me move around. I don't, do even, I hate wanna, I don't even wanna guess. Look, I need I, I didn't even mean to do that. My fault. Hey, hate isn't over. Hate, hate, hate is a bit much. I hate LeBron. I don't hate AD. Let's talk, let's talk quick. I just strongly dislike. Let's talk quick hits, bro. Damn, I didn't even I didn't even realize that was that was a, the topic I wasn't even supposed to. That's bro, a, I told you I'm a that's former a bomb. Fan. That's a you, fuel, you already that's know a, what it is with me, bro. Come I let this nigga, I let bro fuse trying to do that. TO yeah. and Stephen A back and forth in the media. Um, I guess they had a run in at, at Colorado. We talked about it a couple weeks ago on the show. Um, they both went out and made more statements about the situation. Stephen A said he's not ever gonna speak his name up. T.O. went on all the smoke and kind of aired his grievances with T.O. Said that, I mean, with Stephen A., excuse me. Said Stephen A. tried to sue him over the interview they had on First Take a couple years ago. Um, oh, back was T.O. tried to sue Stephen That's what I'm saying. T.O. tried to sue Stephen A. Um, T.O. said he didn't try to sue him. He said he tried to sue the network. He said the network got him gassed up. They didn't put some money in his pocket. He done recreated his life, turned into somebody different. Um... I don't really know what to make of the situation. It's pod wars, media wars. Stephen A. Smith into it with Dan Levitard over something Levitard said on his show. Levitard said Stephen A. trying to ruin Skip career. Stephen A. say it's just competition. He's trying to be number one. Um, I think like this conversation is driving the ratings for these shows a bit because of the shuffling Absolutely. of people back and forth. They kind of got to right. create that initial buzz. But this like... This is what the players talk about when they say there's this contentious relationship with the media, which is why, like, we don't like talking to y'all. We have to talk to y'all because we're obligated contractually. The league creates this situation where we have to talk to the press. But we really don't bang with y'all like that. So they go to other players' podcasts and, this, and the new media because when you go to the bigger, the big dogs, the ESPNs or the TNTs, even, like, inside the NBA, sometimes they'll get snubbed by certain players who just don't want to do interviews, period. And that's like pretty much the safest space, the most comfortable place that the athletes want to go to. So what do y'all make of like the latest episode in 
athletes versus the media with the T.O. versus Stephen A. Smith situation? Uh, one of them better be careful because I'm sure somebody got receipts. Whether it's T.O. or Stephen A., one of them better be careful. Both of them better be careful what they're saying because somebody lying. Stephen A. called T.O. broke, basically. He said, he said, you feel me? He basically called him yeah, a broke and, boy. And then, you know what's funny, though? T.O. kind of doubled down on that. T.O. did a um T.O. did an interview after that, and I think he was talking to somebody, and he was like, man, I, you know, I did make some, you know, some bad decisions financially, blah, 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 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he kind of, like, doubled down on that a little bit, kind of alluded to the same things that Stephen A. was saying. Mm. But my thing, my, my, my only deal with this is – Filing a suit on me or the company that I work for in regards to our conversation is to me like calling the police on me. I don't think that's something that we can ever go back from. Right on. So I can kind of understand where the the beef or understand like where the uh, where Stephen A is like, man, I'm not talking about this no more. I'm not about to give him no more free, free publicity. Mm-hmm. And then I can also understand on T.O. side, hey, this is the hot conversation right now and everybody wants to talk about it. If this is my way back into the media or if this, if this is my way back into some media money after I done messed off hundreds of millions of dollars, then shit, so be it. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with it, but maybe that's something that just he just feels that passionate about. He talked a lot about Drew and Jason Rosenhaus. I, I read Drew Rosenhaus's book like in the very beginning, I wanted to be a sports agent coming up, but Drew Rosenhaus used to be the man. Yeah, he used to be. The, he used to be the big fish. You feel me? Like he was. He was. He, he was, was Rich it. Paul before. He was Rich, Rich Paul, Paul before Rich Paul. Rich Paul. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. So um, he was representing T.O. for a little while. He was representing him when he was doing the sit ups in the in the uh, in the driveway. Yeah. When he, he was on the, the phone, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, um, I just think they made they making it personal. That that's that's what kind of. That's what take a lot of the fun out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, it was a little jawing back and forth. But, I mean, they making it personal now. Like, yeah. it's personal attacks from both sides. It's intentional, too, though, right? They, yeah, they, yeah. They'll throw yeah. something out there. And I think a lot of uh, – the reason this conversation is important is because I guess my follow-up question to y'all is, do y'all watch, like, First Take Undisputed? First thing, yes. do y'all watch them in its entirety? Because the way I consume them is, like, clips on YouTube or clips on – Instagram or TikTok, like I don't necessarily sit for two hours with First Take or sit yeah, with two know. hours for Undif- Undisputed, sit with two hours for any of these other shows, long form shows. Uh, I'll listen to Levitar because they they they're on daily and they talk about a, a bunch of different things. Um, and then he has a he has a different cast of people that's on his show, so it's not just always the same the same people that are on the show every day all the time. That like you get you get different perspectives in a in a in a bigger conversation, but. I think I think this is like this is this is part for the course. This is why a lot of times you can't get like real interviews from these players on a first take or on a unless it's something where I'm into it with Stephen A or I'm into it with one of the hosts of the show, right? Somebody's into it with Barkley over something he said. Somebody's into it with with Shaq over something he said, or they feel away about something. Not I'm giving you real information. Matt Barnes said on his show, like, a lot of times what I what I really do this for is, he's like, I can't tell you how many times I get players on here to say, I've never told anybody this before because they feel uncomfortable. You feel me? That's the yeah. type of environment that these shows are trying to create, these platforms are trying to create. And I, I will say this, like, some of the players are a little <clears throat> bit sensitive. They take criticism the wrong way. It's cool for me as a professional athlete, a Shaq, a Kenny Smith, a Charles Barkley, or whoever, to give you criticism because I played the game. It ain't like I'm just coming out of nowhere, falling out of the sky and talking crazy about you to get some clicks. But then they take it personal or they get mad and say, I'm not doing an interview with y'all or they'll go on another platform. I am athlete, whoever, pivot, whoever. 
and throw dirt, like throw salt and hide the hand. And that's really not, that's really not gonna be progressive for either side. So when these bigger NBA finals, Super Bowl, whatever comes up, you might get a situation where Deion Sanders threw ice on, on bro when they was when they made the World Series, right? Y'all saw that 30 for 30. Y'all know when he's on the break. Cause I don't bang with you because of what you've been writing in the movie, what you've been writing in the media, what you've been saying on these shows, because you're trying to make yourself uh a personality. Back in the day, you ain't know who none of these, you ain't know who none of these people was that was in the press. You knew Amar Rashad because he used to be an athlete and because he had personality. But the press was supposed to be nameless and faceless. Now they have just as big personalities as these actual athletes, you feel me? Agree. Yeah, I mean, the, the way people want media as far as sports journalism has changed, right? People want the entertainment part of it too. Yeah, but you but the thing I mean? is, bro, with us, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have this platform if it weren't for athletics. We wouldn't have a show. These no, places, they, these places, they wouldn't be talk, they don't have anything else to talk about. So yeah, this is not. this is my caveat to that. You gotta you can't as an athlete, you can't use the media as one of the biggest platforms to build your brand and then also negate the fact that the media is helping you extend and make more money. Because those commercials, you wouldn't have those TV spots, you wouldn't have those movie cameos like that. You wouldn't have that kind of stuff without the media bringing your brand to the forefront again. And then the media's job is not to paint you in a certain light one way or another. The media's job is to report the news, whatever the news is. And the news ain't always True. good. The True. news ain't always in your True. favor as True. an athlete. As an athlete, you're going to get into shit and that shit is going to be blown out of proportion. You're still a regular person. Somebody going to see you on a date at dinner and they're going to take a picture. And guess what? The media is going to get that shit and it's the journal is out that's where the journalism or the creativity part comes into it because they can spend whatever story they want to offer of that right. it's not necessarily right. a code of of conduct saying hey this is how shit has to go in the media the media's job is to put forth the story that's going to continue to bring in bucks for whatever network that they want to bring into and i'm not agreeing with some of the shit that the media does but the athletes got to stop trying to think that the media is more than what they are they're journalists we're reporters we're 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 reporting news we're we're reporting based off of either your game on the court or facts that were presented to either us or another media outlet like we're not just going and digging for shit and making up shit we're either giving our opinion like that's what the media does we're not getting on the basketball court and telling y'all to throw a fucking football 50 yards because that's not what you do we're expecting you to go on the court and play basketball so that we can talk about basketball when you give us something else to talk about that's just what we do we gotta, don't get we mad gotta, at we us gotta shout out that fine, we gotta shout out that fine line though and i i, I, I agree yeah. with you i think it needs to be responsibility and and, and some accountability on both ends the media need to chill out on trying to know every single thing about these athletes because your job is to report the news and you're supposed to write and 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 orate. You're not necessarily supposed to just dig and dig and dig and dig and dig because there's some things from a humane perspective that I don't want y'all reporting on, celebrity or not. If if social right. media social media wasn't around when Mike when Michael was when when Mike was running the NBA and y'all got y'all y'all got y'all feel when it came to things to report on him. When the retirement rumors was coming up, when the championships was rolling in, same thing with Kobe for real. So the notion of well, we got to drive the news day. If we don't have anything, we're just gonna give our top five list this week, or we're just gonna say are, are the Lakers slipping because AD came in two pounds underweight, like some lame ass slow news story. Like you still got to be able to do your job even without us, because if there was a lockout, if there was a strike, 
if something happened, like, God forbid, COVID comes back and the season is suspended, then what you going to report on? Nothing. So you got to treat these athletes, you got to treat these organizations with a little bit more respect instead of just sensationalizing the news sometimes just because you want to get a following or you want to get a click or this or that. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that's what Stephen A. Smith is doing. Not at all. He's a hellified journalist. Same thing with Dan Levitard. My thing is like a lot of platforms are popping up where they just poking the bear. They just trolling to get attention. It's that proverbial, I'm going to get famous on social media or I'm going to get my platform up by criticizing somebody that's a professional right. athlete that's not doing what they're supposed to be doing. That's why I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, I hate finding out what players get when they get these new extensions or these contracts because we always associate how much somebody make with how good they are and how, how much they make. The, the people in the press seem to think that that gives them this level of entitlement to every aspect of their life. Or what you spend your first million dollars on? Or what with this new contract, What do you? how are you paying for your teammates? Or how are you... That ain't none of your fucking business what I'm doing. You feel me? And then when they don't yeah, get them, and then when they don't get those answers, they want to criticize the player. Oh, well, their play didn't dictate the hundred seven million dollars that they just got over the past weekend, bro. How much money you make? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know that because yeah. it ain't none of my business. How much? How much? Well, you it's. Make. I think the problem is they don't like. If you're gonna talk about somebody's contract, which we all want everybody to get paid, it can't be in a way of like what you're talking about. Like it's got to be in a way of is this hampering? Like kind of like we do with football, where we talk about you know. The quarterback getting the big money, and now yeah. the rest of the roster has to suffer because yeah. you only got so much money to kind of spend. So, but it's a two way street, right? When it comes to integrity and when it comes to respect, too. Because as if you're on the journalist side, an athlete, athletes, you can't ask me to sit here and preach that you're the best player and you're this, this, and that. But then when I say something you don't like, turn around and say, Oh, you never played. Well, didn't you just agree with my opinion on you being the best? Right. But now I don't know nothing. Right. So exactly. you can't have it both ways. Like there's got to be a, you know, to me, and I think journalists do it too. I think the media, as far as journalists and athletes do it both where one side says something about the other, critiquing how they do their job and they take it personal and take it as a shot, direct shot on who they are as a human being. I think both <clears throat> sides are guilty of that, right? Like I think you see, I just, seen it with, I think you've seen it with Westbrook and Dane, where people like they where they we were talking about how they you know the, the, the lack of championships and playoff success, and they took it as a they took it as a personal thing and have to just start throwing out there, oh, I made this much money and my yeah, family's good corny. and I already that's won right. my championship. Like, dude, yeah. we're not talking about your money. We're happy your family is good. Like, we ain't that said nothing about that. We're talking about what you're doing on the court. Right. So it, it goes both ways. Agree, agree. No, I just find it funny. I just find it funny that as, as athletes, we move the goalposts for them when it comes to how they handle the media versus how the media handles athletes. And I say that because we allow athletes to step outside of them playing on the court because a lot of most of the media in sports, their stories are based on either the black and white of what you did in the game or a black and white of something that was allowed to come to light. And they either elaborate or they give their opinion on it, right. which everybody is entitled to. I'm not saying that I agree with the the vernacular that they use or the way that they go about it at all times, but it's, it's their opinion. They're entitled to do so. Right. As athletes, we forget that as athletes, I feel like sometimes we forget that they're just media personalities. We expect them to stand in our shoes on the back. I'm, I'm saying our shoes as in reference to me being an athlete, which I never was, but I'm just biting off that apple. Like if, 
I'm an athlete and somebody talking back, man, you can't do what I do. But hell, a lot of these athletes can't do what they can do either. A and it's a double sword. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have great we have great athlete podcasts and media outlets. We have all the smoke. We got all the different um we got pivot. We got um I'm athlete. We got barbershop, all of these different facets where some athletes have turned that leaf to get into the media or to get in on these podcasts and make something big about themselves. Yeah. You don't hear guys in the media going and, and talking mad shit about them, about their little play, about their platform saying, Hey, you can't do what I do the way that I do it. But as soon as uh, a media personality tells AD, he took a bad jumper. Then it's, Oh, you ain't never been in that situation. Okay. But AD, was it a good jumper? Was it a bad jumper? You know what I'm saying? Like if we, if they call a spade a spade in the media, a lot of the times it's, it's taking the heart because, okay, you were never an athlete. So that means I can't come in on it. I've never been a white guy, but I know they get privileged better than I do. I've never been a woman, but I can, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not, it's not fair on either side. And I just think that both sides got to stop taking it so personal. Where that shit, like, where that shit with some alligator skin, man. Stop letting that I shit. I knew it. It took an hour to get to it, but we got one. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Took you long enough. I was waiting. We had to. We had to get it warmed up. Pause. Yeah, man, you got to get you one. Man. You got to get you one, man. All right, nah, two, for real, they got to stop being so sensitive, though, man. For real. Agreed. Two super fights uh, to talk about: the Aces and the Liberty starting at WNBA Finals uh, this upcoming weekend, starting in Vegas, uh, and then Canelo beat the Charlo twin. That was talking all that shit at the Bud Crawford and um and and Spence fight. <laughs> Bud said, I don't even want to fight him no more, bro. Yeah, he, ain't, he ain't look good. Fight. That wasn't even a fight, man. Yeah, man. Dog, he said that man said he showed up to survive. He didn't even show up to fight. Unreal, bro. <laughs> but said, yeah, I changed my mind. I don't want to fight. He said, nah. Him. Right, matter of fact, I'm good, bro. I'll take a check. <laughs> Big time money grab, man. KD, you pulled up. You pulled up late. We're gonna we're gonna do pass it to the pulpit real quick. We're gonna double back. Y'all still them boys? Hey, you know I was waiting on. I'm gonna mute up. ISO on you. Go ahead. Calling me, texting. Hey, man. Big shout out to my Dallas Cowboys, man. Y'all know what it is. We came in like we always do. Put foots to asses. Uh, another big victory. I love it when I can come in here after a great Cowboy victory and talk about how good we are. But a couple of things that I want to point out, man, again, Dak Prescott did what I said he can continue to do, and that's manage football games. We're not expecting him to go out there and win a football game with his arm. We're expecting him to go out there and keep us from losing a football game, and that's exactly what he did for three out of the four weeks that we have seen him. 124 points for maybe 24 point what is it 124 for 48 41 against 83 points ain't nobody else in the league doing what we doing say what you will but i said it three out of the two out of the three weeks i've been here the dallas cowboys will be in vegas this this february in the super bowl go ahead and buy your tickets cowboy fan and then this week I had my hat on, I had my jersey on, I had my forces on, I had my swag on, I prayed to my Jesus, Kodak Prescott came through. It was lovely, man. I just, I mean, you, you know how I get out, man. It was a lovely day in Cowboy Nation, baby.
Crazy. I got San Francisco this week, though. Y'all got San Francisco this week, though. Hello? Did we lose him? Did he drop out? Y'all got San Francisco. Y'all got the 49 this weekend, big dog. My birthday, October 8th. I said it two weeks ago that the Dallas Cowboys would beat the San Francisco 49ers, and I'm not backing down from that. You heard what I said. I'm going to wish you a happy birthday. But I'm mm. gonna say I don't think it's gonna include the Cowboys, man. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah, wish you that, happy birthday everywhere else. <laughs> that ain't gonna be your present, I'll tell you that. Oh man, man, listen. So you mean to tell me Brock Purdy is gonna beat us? No, that they got the best all-around team in the league. So that's that's what's gonna beat y'all, the whole team. Okay, I, I hear you. Right. I mean, y'all defense is giving up ten points a game. I mean, it's not really that difficult to win games when your defense is holding. To like 10 points a game. I mean, that's that. Okay, thank you. I'm not disagreeing. No, the defense is, the defense is phenomenal. I ain't got, look. <laughs> defense Man, is with Michael Parsons might be, might be the, uh, we was talking about MVPs earlier. Hey, we forgot to mention Michael Parsons in the conversation. Let's I go. mean, like, I mean, best okay. defensive player in the league. I mean, offense, okay. Uh, one of the worst red zone offenses. I'll get a lot of field goals. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna rain on your parade. So let's listen. Listen to this. Listen to this, man. Whether we get field goals, whether we score touchdowns, we putting points on the board. We averaging 33 points a game right now, or 20, no, 30, 29 points hit points a game. I think something like that. 30 points a game. I mean, and we giving up ten. I mean, say what you will yeah. about the offense; they don't have to do much, and that's cool. I, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay with them not having to go out and score 30, 35, 40. We're not expecting them to get four touchdowns because defensively, we're gonna put you in two or three great situations with some good field position and a turnover. I just need you to go down and and, and get some, put something on the board. I'm okay with that. I don't. Some got to give this week. Oh, some gonna get. Some gotta give this week. They ain't played no good quarterback yet, so some gonna get this week. We ain't playing no good quarterback this weekend. Damn. All right. <laughs> mm. What you mean? All right, nah. He went from he went from Mr. Irrelevant to being in y'all top five. Stop it. To what has he done? To, a super, to almost huh. leading them to a Super Bowl. Almost. He got almost hurt. don't count. Almost only counted horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, that's what we've been saying about the Cowboys <laughs> in the for a while. So. Let's go to the shout-outs. We're running kind of long. Pause. Uh... <laughs> All right, Cam and Mace. Yeah. We having fun. <laughs> we having fun, though. Let's... <laughs> MG, why he coming back in? Who your shout-outs? Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to, first and foremost, everybody here, man. Uh, give a shout-out to Jay and, and KB and you, Chris. Like, this was fun. So, um, it was always a good time. Um, definitely shout out to y'all. Man, shout out AD. Shout out AD for giving him a hard hey. time. Hey, hey, man. Hey, man. Me and AD ain't cool. Me and KD cool, though. This KD. Not, not KD Trey 5, though. Not, not, not KD Trey 5. But <laughs> I'm, and I'm going to do this every week because I don't want to think. Because I they lost again. And I see how people, I see the, I see how people didn't, didn't a lot of people didn't switched up, and I'm just gonna keep letting it be known. I ain't, we 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 ain't switching up on 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 the bus yet, man. 
I'm still rocking with I'm still rocking with them. I'm still rocking what they got coming in the future. Uh and especially Shador. That dude is a that dude is a and y'all chill out out there with 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 uh with boofing the merch too. It's a lot of these, it's a lot of these, it's a lot of these black colleges. They buying um they buying Colorado merch and then getting gold letters on them putting HB and then the CU right there with the Buffalo. Y'all chill out, bro. Oh, Let Dion yeah, have his joint. Come on. Y'all wildin', bro. Relax, 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 relax. relax. Real fraudulent. Real relax. fraudulent. Relax, okay? Relax for real. Tranquil. Chill, yeah. bro. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to Kawhi Leonard uh playing back to backs. Um, apparently he only apparently the only reason he doesn't play back to backs is because he's really hurt even though he was fine five minutes before um so shout out to him um but no shout out to nba season bro like this nba is my sport so like we here shout out to the nba season uh and shout out to uh you know uh shout out to load management we about to see it come to an end finally, for the most part. Jay, who, who you shouting out, bro? Uh, man. Uh, first and foremost, I think I'm gonna shout out. Uh, I'm gonna shout out Nick Lebron Fury uh, for uh, getting together the Avengers for the for the next Olympics team. Hard. Yeah, they yeah they going crazy, man. It's just I hope they get that together. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, 2024. If they can get all those guys together, man, it's gonna be a movie. So, now nah, uh, appreciate Brian for that, for making them phone calls. Um, man, I want to shout y'all out, man, for having me on the podcast. Yes. My first time. Yeah. I had a ball, man. We are uh, definitely looking forward to uh, coming back, man, and speaking my piece, man. You know, I I, I see some LeBron and some AD haters in the house. So you, know, <laughs> got, you got your own segment on the show now. Since winning yeah, time, since know, winning time got canceled, you gonna feel that slot right, right in here. It's gonna be perfect. It's gonna be perfect. Hey. Hey, you know, I got to come and defend my boys, man. Then, you know, I got to defend AR because I know we got some LeBron and AD haters. I know we got some. I love that for him, too. Like, no, no, like. I just hate the way the ref like all, like all, treatment. I don't hate him. Imagine him being a three-point shooter and his nickname being AR-15, bro. That would have been fire. I thought Anthony Richardson was going to do it, but he took five in Indianapolis. But. Yeah, so, I mean, man, I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I had a ball, man. I'm Like I said, I'm looking forward to coming back, man. Word, we can't wait to have you back. KD, you had cut out. Who your shout outs, bro? Hey, man, again, big time shout out to the girl, Chanae, man. Um, she became, like I said, she became one of the ambassadors, man, for Nigeria and the W Dog. I'm really proud of what the W's doing for. You're talking about uh, Chanae Agumake. Joe Biden made her a part of his cabinet earlier this week. Um, for I think it's for the the diaspora for Nigeria. I think she's the first of her kind. So that was an amazing achievement. So shout out to Chenea Gumake for that. Um, big ups, man. Big ups. I'm gonna let him finish. KD. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. But just big shout out to the guys, man. I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all know what we're trying to do here, man. I love it. Let's keep going. Word. Um Couple Samba shout outs. Well, not couple, but one. Uh shout out and rest in peace to Tim Wakefield. Uh he was a knuckleball pitcher for the Red Sox. He ended up passing away at, at the age of 57 to brain cancer. Um, so so 
hearts and minds, prayers and thoughts going out to his family. That was a really tough blow. 57 years old. That's way too soon to be losing somebody. But he was a he was a real big piece of the Red Sox breaking up the curse of the Bambino and winning the championship, beating the Yankees when they was like unbeatable uh, in that 04 season. So shout out to Tim Wakefield. Rest in peace to him. Shout out to Tom Brady. I already mentioned it earlier in the show. Uh, he ended up getting an ownership stake in the Las Vegas Aces uh, as they marched towards their potential second WNBA championship um, kicks off this weekend. But they wanted to make that announcement in the midst of them headed into the final. So shout out to Tom Brady for that. Shout out to Kanye, man. Um, he's just keeping it real with y'all in case y'all was wondering why y'all worried about him having, having a good time with his wife out in Italy. Um, He's never been inauthentic. So check out Kanye letting y'all know how he really feel about good music. Because <laughs> I'm great. And guess what? Good is the enemy of great. Facts. The fuck I'm doing giving Wanna Love You to fucking What the fuck I'm doing giving that Daytona album to What the fuck I'm doing, bro? That shit, like, I, that shit was three dark fantasies that I gave away. Cop shot the kid. Straight up, straight beat on it. Don't even want to shoot a video. They shoot the video, don't even tell me. These <laughs> motherfuckers don't appreciate me. All these motherfuckers is trying to use me. I'm the greatest motherfucking artist living, and I can do everything. And I'm not being expanded, and my vision is not being expanded to what it is. I'm performing at other people's festivals and shit. I've been wanting a fucking festival. People not touring my shit. People saying I'm locked in a pub shit. I've been recouped. These niggas, man, ain't gonna be no arms. Um, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Shout out to Kanye, bro. Uh, when keeping it real go wrong sometimes. <laughs> but what I appreciate push do. <laughs> I don't know, man. He probably just, I, I I couldn't even tell y'all. I, I even figure, I'm not even about to begin to try to figure out what be going on in Kanye head. But my last shout out. Dog, to so y'all. many strays were caught. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's why I had. That's how I had the sound effect ready. But my last shout outs to y'all brothers, man. Like I said, uh, I really appreciate y'all pulling up. Uh, I be feeling like Byron Leftwich in that Marshall game every week with the broken leg. Y'all carry me across the finish line. So I appreciate y'all pulling up, believing in what we're doing. And like I said, each and every week, we're going to continue to put this yellow top into the veins of the people that's listening. So one more time for the folk, we're going to let y'all know we everywhere that podcasts live, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Just type in Hitman Podcast and shoot it right to yourself. Uh, check us out in the mailbag, the Hitman Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up in the socials. Y'all already know where we at. And don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. What happened here was a miracle, and I want you to f-ing acknowledge it. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? Can we go now? Catch y'all next week. Be safe. We gone. Holla. Center. Oh!